Welcome into the Sports Insanity Podcast. Let's go completely insane, peeps! Everyone, good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time zone you are in. I'm Bill Murphy. I'm Danny Boy Reginald. And welcome to the third inning of the fourth game of the Sports Insanity Podcast. Well, guys, we got some uh, bad news and good news. The bad news is uh, the patch man, unfortunately, couldn't be here with us this evening. Yeah, the guy needs a break. Guy launched a freaking network for crying out loud. The guy runs the network. He's actually away this weekend and a very well-deserved vacation. Absolutely. And uh, I, I told him, I'll take it from here, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We got it. We got it. So joining us today is you know him, you love him, you can't live without him, even though we tried. Please welcome Mark Olaf's guy, Halpern. He's back. Good evening, gents. How we doing? Doing good. Welcome yeah. back. Yeah, I mean, aside, aside from Shohei Otani hitting a bomb at Yankee Stadium. I think it landed in Westchester. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually doing okay. Uh, I don't know about how you feel about Kyle Schwarber with another leadoff bomb. but like, Oh, God, and that pitch was inside, too. <laughs> yeah, and that's funny with Otani because I'm actually going to the game on Thursday. Okay. And my I'm going with my brother and a few friends of ours. And he's like, as long as I see Otani hit, I'll be happy. Hit or pitch. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like, this guy's a stud. He can do everything. Trout who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, Trout was transferred to the 60-day DL. IL. Excuse me. IL. Correct. Yeah, we got to be right. So uh, uh, he's dealing with a casting, so he's not going to make it till past the all-star break. So that's a blow for the angels, but and he was on my fantasy team. So exactly. But uh, I mean, like you said, Mark, like Otani and all the and company, they, they got held, held name down pretty well. The angels are looking pretty well. They'll get trout back. They're thinking by the second week in August now yeah. is the possible return. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about today. We got baseball, as we just started talking about. We also got, of course, the NBA Conference Finals mm-hmm. are underway. The NHL Stanley Cup playoffs and Dar- Darius Thomas. Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas, thank you. And Demarius Thomas is retiring from the NFL. So a lot to talk about today. But why are we just talking about it when we could just get to it? So that's what we're going to do. So starting with baseball, if you just heard Otani hit a bomb. Yeah. Well, the good news is that last time I checked, it was tied the Yankees and the Angels. Hopefully it stays that way so that the Yankees could win again late, you know, because that's the only way they can actually win games is if they score late. So any any way to give them that chance will be fine. Seeming to be the same way for the Mets lately, too. Well, they're coming back late. Yeah, that – Two games against the Phillies, you know, it was nice to see the uh, rallies, but it was the uh, Phillies pitching and errors that really led them to those wins. I have to say about the Yankees, 
I'm sorry, I'm getting on my Yankee rant box here. What the, you know what? Is it even worth talking about this team anymore? Is it even worth it anymore? At this point, honestly, you this know, team is a joke. Well, they're a joke. And not a funny and, one either. And, and I'm sorry. Can, can the manager be pissed? Like, how many times do I have to hear this? Oh, well, we have the guys to get us wins, or we have to do better. And at the same, same monotone voice, like, I'm tired of that. At this point, it's almost July. Like, you should be hammering that. There is no excuse right now for this crap. God, I'm telling you. Where am I right back here right now? It is. He's not a manager, Bill. He's not. He needs to go. Yes. You know what? I heard something interesting from one of the Yankee pages I follow on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Replace Aaron Boone with David Cohn. No. No. Thinking the same thing. No. That would be the big mistake. On paper, but no, no, no. We need a baseball guy. Mm -hmm. We need someone like a Buck Showalter who's still eager to be a freaking manager in the league. Let's get Buck here. <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. I mean, no. based on what Cashman wants to do, it doesn't work. It's not going to work. So, Yankees are going to have to deal with this. But honestly, I'm sick and tired of this team. Like, how much more of this team can you take? You know what it is? It's like, okay, you know what it is, guys? They can't capitalize when there's runners on first. Runners on base, sorry. Okay, my mind's a little all over the place today, folks, so you're going to have to please forgive me. They can't capitalize. Like the other night when there was runners on in like the eighth inning or with bases loaded, strike out. Well, maybe you hit a home run earlier in the game, hits an RBI single, and then you just leave runners on and you don't capitalize. That happened yesterday, too. Aaron Judge hits a home run, flies out later to end the inning with runners on base. They can't freaking. Well, it's not. It's not. It's not just the hitters with getting the base running. Done. It's also the base running, which has been atrocious all year. It's like watching Little League. <laughs> they can't. And like I said, they can't capitalize when there's runners on first. Some mistakes, and even the fielding. Has regressed. Have you seen? Did you see that god awful play by Glaber Torres right to yes. it? He threw, he throws to Luke Voigt and throws Luke Voigt off the back. You know From what? Second to first, the easiest ball. throw in baseball. And, and it was right to him. It was right to him. That should be a straight through throw to him. He should be out by a mile. You know what? It's time. It's an error. You got to get rid of some folks here. I'm sorry. Well, we I think have, it may be time to get rid of Glaber. Well, I'm sorry. It's not even. It's not even. It, it's not even the. It's leadership from right. the top. But then there's no players in there that want to get into anyone's faces. If They're all softies. Asked, if you would have asked me to describe this team in one word, you know what that word would be. Unwatchable. More than that. Like. Like, let me tell you, after Friday and Saturday, and listen, I may sound sour, and if you want to call me sour, folks, I've been a Yankee fan as long as I can remember. But you want to know something? When I was, I turned on the game yesterday when it was like 6 nothing. you know what? I'm like, I'm not even going to bother watching today because 
But then I'm like, it's like, okay, you know what? Fine, I'll watch. This team is just freaking unwatchable. And somebody's got to be held accountable. And we've been saying this for weeks. Boone's got to go. Boone's got to go. And I think it's about time Cashman either leaves, let someone else come in. Look, he's one of the best GMs in baseball. I'm not going to say he's not. Mm -hmm. But has he worn out out his welcome in New York? Well, think about it this way, Mark. He has been with the Yankees as in his current position. Correct. Since 98. He has last won a World Series in 2009. At this point, he should have gone through three rebuilds. At least. And so that, what more do you want from this guy? And you know what? I well, said What this, answer does he have? I said this, I think, two weeks ago, I think I said this. I said this two weeks ago. Listen, all the Cashman defenders out there who are going to say, we gave us for a World Series. Now is not the time to put those World Series, the 98, 99, 2000, 2009, now's not the time to put those World Series rings on the table and say nothing else matters. Yeah. It's been 12 years. The Yankees are the, I hate to use it this way, the Dallas Cowboys of baseball. Okay. They That's are the actually top kind teams. of accurate. Okay. They are the top team. And this is coming and like from Dallas, Giants fan. they can't get to where they need to be. And it's be- not because of not wrong. players. It's because of, like Reg said, leadership is the big leadership problem. Leadership sucks. If, the, if there's no leadership from the manager, then everyone's just going to do whatever the heck they want. Look how that's going. There's no production from anybody. No one is giving production. Not even DJ LeMahieu. We signed him to that big-ass contract that I didn't want to give him anyway. And I was against that as well. And, and it, look, at a bargain, I'm yes, old. but still a lot of money. So he's not producing. Garrett Cole's had a bad month. You know, obviously, you know, we can excuse Garrett Cole. He's going to have those moments where he's not going to be very good. Listen, you know? I'm not I'm not getting I'm not getting ready to freaking form the lynch mob with Garrett Cole. Well, well the, it's not entirely him though. That's it isn't. It isn't and even when he screws up, like that first game he lost, yes, yeah, my fault. He's not blaming everybody. He's taking responsibility. Yeah. And, and, but and you then, know what? I like him. I yeah. like Garrett Cole. He's, but, but we do have to hold him accountable when he sucks. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He holds himself accountable. We got to hold him accountable. Yeah, he's having a bad month. Yeah. Now, does that Now does that mean we fully pardon him from everything? No. But does that mean we got to be totally pissed at him? No. Because he did awful yesterday. Yeah, he was dreadful against he that was Red Sox. Dreadful. He was freaking a mess. I mean, he. I mean, the Red Sox just took him to town, and it was, it was it was right easy. Down. It was easy. Two and home runs, like, and you're down by six. You're down yep. by six in the third inning, and I'm like, I can't watch this. This team just Horrible. needs some things need to change, and the trade deadline is coming up in in, a, and, in like a couple weeks. And, am I right? And and, and 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 it's funny because not even a peep. About Max Scherzer, not even a peep. They, and that's not even a peep. That the Nationals bit, but... are not going to go anywhere. I mean, I, I I need to be careful with that because the Nationals are actually on a roll here. They are the last few games, yes. But uh, but not even a peep about Max Scherzer to beef up the pitching. Like, come what on, would he already. Cost them, though? 
a little bit, but if it means that they're pitching something to wake this team up, give them a, a shock. I mean, not sure who would make that pitching staff or any pitching staff there are much better. Like, are the are the Yankees maybe going to try to get Scherzer? But that's going to be expensive. But I don't see Scherzer Yankees. being moved. I mean, it's I mean, at this point, possible. At this point, I don't either because the Nationals are actually playing decent baseball. And I think they're going to try to make it work, which I think is a mistake. I think the Nationals should just, you know, even they're frauds, but whatever. But getting back to like the whole Yankees thing, um, I was talking to my dad yesterday, who we affect affectionately known on this channel as Papa Murph. Mm hmm. Um, and he was saying, you know who the Yankees should try to trade for or try to get, but I think it might be nearly impossible, but we'll see. Trevor Story. But that's for that one. That's, that's a, interesting. That, that's a that's probably a farm guy to give up for him, though. The well, good. He also wants. He's also in his final year of his contract. So. Right. The, so it'll be a rental. I mean. Would you be okay with a rental bill? I mean, knowing that he may leave, and then we what we just lost what half our young guys. Just get him for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the only good thing that may come out of that is the fact that he's a shortstop, which Glaber isn't. Right. So th- that's one thing, but otherwise, no. It's I don't know. I think it would be a very high cost, and I think they would want somebody like Dominguez out of the Yankee farm system, and I don't think the Yankees would be willing to part with him. No. Yeah, but that's what my dad has been saying, and, you know, even getting back to pitching for a little bit. Um, if the Yankees can't do Scherzer, I've been, reading the, I've been reading some articles, and maybe the Yankees should look at Jose Barrios from the Twins. I say, if I'm the Yankees, if by the end of if by the trade deadline, you're either, if you're still in contention, talk to teams. If you're sort of in the bubble, why don't you trade so that you can tank the season and get some nice prospects out of it? And players like maybe a judge or I me, mean, I don't know if maybe you would want to leave either. But like they can go to somewhere where they can contend, because I know that these players are craving for wins. They're craving for a championship here. Like they're not going to sit around and lose. Well, this is just it's 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 very interesting. It's very interesting. Let's see what the Yankees do. But uh, but you know what? I have this feeling. I just have this feeling that they're not going to do anything. And I don't know why I have this feeling, but I do. And me, I think Cashman believes too much in whatever system he has. And you know, it's a shame that, you know, he's sort of losing his way. And it, that's not something that Cashman usually does. Like Cashman's usually pretty good at, you know, finding ways to build ball clubs and even during times of crisis. So it, it's, it's interesting. I'm sorry. And, you know, I said this before too. It is time for house stuff. Hal Steinbrenner to call Mr. Cashman into his office, shake his hand and say, Brian, thank you for your service, but I'm sorry. It's time to, it's time for a new direction. In other words, pack your shit and leave. But, and I know we've said this week after week after week, 
The Yankees are freaking embarrassing right now. Unwatchable. There's no fire in this team. Yep, and it's it's time to that they really they need to start changing that. Um, but you know, going across town though, the Mets. Hardstein, the Mets. <laughs> the good old Mets. You know, I look at what happened to this team early on in the season. You lose Conforto, you lose McNeil, you lose Alonzo, all the injuries within weeks of time. DeGrom is injured. Syndergaard is not going to be back until August now. What did they do? They took what they had in their system and they brought it up. And they put together a, I hate to put it to all my fans out there who know I'm a diehard Mets fan. They put together a Band-Aid team, but this Band-Aid was made of super glue. They came out, they played, helped from every player who was showing up on that team this season. But can we credit Louis Rojas? No. Why? I cannot credit Louis Rojas. I don't, well, he might have the feel of his players. He might know what he's doing. I am personally not a fan. I never have been. Well, I mean, he takes I, up and he wins the World Series. Hey, look, I'll congratulate him. Don't get me wrong. I'm still not going to change the way I feel about him directly. To me, I, I agree with you. I think we should, uh, the Mets should definitely try to find a new manager if they want to. But in the now, this guy could be a good building block for a very well, successful Mets um, dy- possible dynasty. You've got a young Mets team. You know, with a lot of hitters, but here comes the big question. You got Conforto, who's done this. His contract is up this year, mm-hmm. and he was looking for somewhere around three hundred million. Now you just gave three hundred and fourteen million to Lindor. Mm-hmm. Steve Cohen has no problem signing checks, but is Conforto going to be your best option in right field? Is he the best hitter on the Mets organization? No. Is he mm-hmm. one of the most solid players? Yes. I think truly, Conforto could. Stay with New York on a seven, eight year deal around 240. If he goes for 300, he's not going to say it. Well, the thing is, he's going to have to take less if he wants to stay in New York. Because while, yes, Steve Cohen and the Mets are now a bunch of billionaires and they could spend whatever, you also have to understand that, you know, especially now that Conforto's missing time all of a sudden, that's not, that's not a cheap contract. Conforto is a great player when healthy. He's mm-hmm. phenomenal. But he keeps getting injured. He's over the last three years, he's been on the DL at least four times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll say this when he's hot, there's no better play, no better batter in the organization. And that's another Mike thing. The, the, the streaks that he gets on, sometimes yeah. it's a funk. Sometimes it's like you said really hot streaks yeah. like I don't know if I want to give money to a streaky player that's yeah you know that's always been my thing it's like who deserves these 300 million dollars who deserves 30 million dollars yeah. you know it's does Conforto deserve a lifetime contract I don't know maybe he's only a four year contract now if he's willing to take a pay cut and allow the young guys because we've seen some good young youngsters come up for the Mets so far. So yes. if they if he's willing to take less so that the young guys can come up and that you know he can sort of be like that anchor mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. down the road. And be, that, he's that a, would show that would show big leadership if he's willing to do that. 
he's a very big leader on that team. He's very vocal. He's mm. always talking. And he's always up in somebody's face if they screw up. <laughs> yeah, because I love that core with him and Pete Alonzo, Jake as your starter, your number one guy. So, like, that's a pretty good core that they have there. A big shout-out to Jake, who had the best ERA of a pitcher in MLB history in June with a it's, a it's amazing. And everything's wrong with him this year. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And I've said this for a while. As big as a Yankee fan I am, I love Jacob DeGrom. One person, one friend of mine said, would you trade DeGrom for Shohei? And I said, neither, never. No. I said, no, I said do not. Shohei would have to be a, either an outfielder, and he could not do both. And he yeah. can't take a spot in the lineup. Well, it's yeah. the Ohtani, so, no, Jacob DeGrom is the best pitcher in baseball right now. Yes. And you know what? And I, I said I said a few minutes ago that I'm actually going that I'm going to the game Thursday, Friday when the Mets come into town. My friend, who's a Met fan, she's going, and she's telling me that if Degrom is good to go for Friday, it could be Cole versus Degrom. I'm like, damn! Well, that's the that is the current prediction. It's, it's Garrett Cole versus Degrom. Yeah. Friday like, night. Damn! I would still uh, go to that game. A struggling Cole versus Degrom, who can nah. get pushed down every which way, and still dominates. I don't know. I take Degrom in that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, would, I think I would take as him. As much as I love Garrett Cole, I think Jacob Degrom would probably yeah. do that one. Look, I wait is... for this series every year, oh. and not only because it's you know it's legendary. It's New York baseball. Yes. Okay. It's passion. It's Fun, but you can't beat hearing the fans in the stands with the separate chance. If nothing gets better, it shows New York's alive. Yeah. And, We're and back, look, baby. We are and, back. And look, it, it may not be as it used to be when it first started, the hype that it got, but I mean, anything that involves New York baseball altogether as one, like that's always a good time. Like I've been to a subway series game at Yankee Stadium. That was was so much fun to watch. I mean, it was a day game. It was all in the sun. I was kind of hot. It was (laughs) was awful, but just, just, just seeing Jeff McNeil hit a home run and Met fans go crazy over that. And Yankee fans be like, (laughs) Oh, we have to deal with this guy hitting in our short porch. Because you know what it is. It's because, you know, if you're a Yankee fan, you have a friend or a relative who's a Met fan and vice versa. If you're a Mets fan, you have a friend or relative who's a Yankee fan. I remember going to a Yankee Mets series at Delgado, hit a ball that literally hit the top of the third tier. <laughs> and I, I watched this ball. It, all, every, the stadium became silent. Not even Mets fans were cheering because everyone was watching that ball. Yeah. I think that was his 12 RBI game or something. Right. Yeah. Cause um, yeah, and it's like, and, and you notice like this year, like Yankees and the Mets are playing each other on Fourth of July weekend, and have you also noticed? And we know this is going to be promoted to death. They're playing each other on the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven. Yep, I think that is like the most appropriate way. Still trying to go to that. And yeah, I'll go with you. Oh, Mark, you need to. I'll go with you. Yeah, I mean, I I can't make it. Because I'll be out of I'll be out of, of vacation days, but like, but um, uh, you know how much Mark, you and I at City Field, how long would it take before we kill each other? You're already dead. I didn't even give you time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. But, um, but you know how much those tickets are probably going to go for, though. 
They're over a thousand bucks a shot right now. Yeah. Anywhere. It's expensive. Okay, who wants it's... to sell some body parts for the tickets? <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? Yeah, yeah. The only the only side hustle I'll ever do is donate plasma. And I don't even know if that's gonna <laughs> we'll, we'll all be watching on Zoom so that everybody come check it out. We'll all be here going insane. Yeah, because yeah. my friend was te- my um one of my friends who's a big Met fan has keep telling me, Bill, we gotta go to a subway series, we gotta go to a subway series. And like I'm thinking, oh, damn it, we should have tried this weekend, but he lives in Long Island, fourth of July weekend. You know it's gonna be a freaking nightmare. I remember last year, I think I told the story on the podcast before, um, when things were when they said it was gonna be baseball. He texts me, go, hey, Bill, there's going to be baseball this year. We should go to a Subway Series. I'm like, yeah, but they're not going to allow fans. Like, they're not? Well, I think it's Chicago. They're right. Okay, we're going to Chicago. Steve, I love you, buddy. That one's for you. Yeah, it's, and I think you might win that bet at the end of the season, Mark. The bet. Uh, I, this Mets team has me, you know, has my heart going, you know, and I, truly think with the way they're going right now we win the division and if we get Syndergaard back it's possible it's possible you're gonna win you might win this bet mark yeah yes then we i will be shipping down dan his jersey fedex no problem for him to wear i will i will not make dan travel to new york to put it on i will ship it to him in for in washington oh of course i appreciate that <laughs> i wouldn't make you drive all the way to new york just put on a jersey <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I I can't put much miles in my car anyway, so it's like <laughs> it's a lot. You're gonna drive all the way up to New York for a Jersey. Yeah. In any case, well, we got some sticky situations in the MLB. Ooh, good transition. You know what I mean? Ah, tackety tack tack tack. Yeah. Here's the fun master when we need him. But anyway, um, the crackdown has begun. There has been an ejection. In Major League Baseball, because of a foreign substance inspection, Mr. Hector Santiago, oh. I'm talking yeah, about you, sir. <laughs> what was in your glove? Don't tell me it was that the powder. Don't tell me it was that powder that makes your hands not sweaty. <laughs> he got caught. Yet, I, I don't know what the right word is right now, or what the right statement is. Pineda mm-hmm. was caught a few years ago with the yeah. car on his neck. I mean, and then the way the I still think Max Scherzer had the best reaction at with Joe Girardi. <laughs> I I wanted to see the two of them come out to set right out to the yeah. mound and go at it. Yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, my my uh, I I watched John Boy. He's the guy that yeah. expo- exposed the cheating scandal. He's great at like breaking down like situations and stuff you ever go on his youtube channel please yeah i follow him all the time it's it's amazing he actually broke down that whole exchange between the nationals and joe girardi he was actually going after his former hitting coach kevin long current nationals hitting coach because apparently like uh, kevin long was fed up as all the nationals were that they were at going after the villains were going after max scherzer and he's like, yo, fuck you. This is bullshit. And he's like, come at me, K-Long. Come at me. It, it's like one of the, the the most funniest exchanges I've ever seen. And obviously, um, I think Joe Girardi was definitely in the wrong. But only only thing I will defend Girardi, though, is this. When Max Scherzer is touching his hat and whatever to make them suspicious, 
of course there's going to be managers that are going to be like, check him out. Yep. He's doing something that's suspicious. It's his, it's their right to do so now. Yeah. Well, you also have, you have it, excuse me, Mark. No, but like it, the whole point is so that everything is fair because these rules are being put upon major leagues, major league yeah. players. And Joe Girardi is a major league manager who has to defend his players and make sure that no one else on the opposing team is cheating. Right. So, of course, uh, he has a word to it. Who was it? The Oakland pitcher drops his pants, which I thought was pretty funny. It, it was like Sergio Romo, I believe. Yeah. Oh, that was that was hysterical. I love <laughs> DeGrom was the first one checked, and he was checked four times in four consecutive innings. And he's like, what else do you want me to drop? I'll, uh, I understand the reason. What do we think about this crackdown? You think it's you? It's um, uh, old ops guy. Go ahead. I think it's needed. Okay, Okay. because if you're going to have somebody like, let's put it as Garrett Cole, whose spin rate has dropped over 300 RPM since this has been put into effect, then yeah, you got to have some type of rule against it. They crack down on steroids. They're going to crack down on this. It's it's just another thing. It needs to be done. It's going to be forgotten about and whatever. We'll move on to the next thing. Cork bats were the thing in the 70s. I mean, what more? And then we had the pine tar situation. In- right. Yeah. I mean, to me, obviously, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a rough start because a lot of these players aren't too happy that they're being checked multiple times. Correct. Especially after they pass inspection the first time. Right. They should not be allowed to be checked more than once yeah. in inning. Exactly. Or even it, twice a game. Yeah. I, I would definitely uh, – twice a game I wouldn't mind it, but spread it out because you yeah. never know. Um, and if you're going to check pitchers, uh, this is something that I've been hearing too. Position players maybe fiddling with the balls too. I mean, it's uh, obviously it's highly unlikely because why the hell would they do that? But, you know, maybe you should check on position players too. N- not every game, but definitely like, you know, once in a little blue moon – just to be sure that there's no stuff in their gloves. Exactly. Exactly. You got to have stuff in there. Yeah. This is getting weird. This yeah, whole situation it, is weird. It's, it's almost as if, I don't know, we shouldn't be cracking down on it because pitching was at its high point ever in the major leagues. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's, it, it needs, it needs work. I think, Manfred's in the right place, and I, 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 and you know, I get on Manfred a lot. We have to give him a lot, his lot of things that he's done to the game that has completely ruined the game. Mm-hmm. But this one is actually not a bad one, but it just no, it, isn't. it needs to be touched up a little bit. Right. And the players' union needs to come uh, together with the owners and the league to talk this out because this. Crackdown is a big deal, especially if there's going to be inspections for every pitcher throughout the entire game. This is, again, this is just weird. Agree or disagree? Great. Yeah, it, it is kind of weird. It's needed, though, because, you know, how many more pitchers are going to cheat and stuff? 6,387. That's, it's too big of a number, but okay. 
<laughs> no, I just come up with weird, random, specific numbers. That was fast. <laughs> specific <laughs> numbers, but <laughs> it's like at the end of this situation, it's like you got to see if they're cheating. I agree. Yeah. What is the sticky stuff? <laughs> and I know that's what she said, but uh, yeah, I mean, Gentlemen, obviously, obviously the the biggest get thing. Your minds out of the gutters. Get obviously, your mind the out of the gutters. <laughs> well, obviously, the this was spider attack that they. Yeah, been that's about. the that's the big thing. Yeah, that's the thing that the league actually allowed for a while, but I guess they the players the pitchers just took too much advantage of it and. Right. Well, they, when you have three hundred RPMs coming from sixty feet. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, and it, it almost, it's not impossible for hitters to hit. No, it's not. You no, know, the, the, it wasn't like the hit, the hitters were averaging what, 240 something? That's yeah. not easy to do in any situation. No, I couldn't go up there and do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you talking about pitchers throwing like 100 mile an hour fastballs. Like, I can't, I could barely hit 70. <laughs> So, but yeah, no, it, it needs to happen, but it, it needs work. And um, I think they need to, this is something they need to address in the offseason. Now it's a little too late. Let it play its course, fix it while you can, and then offseason, get together and right. uh, figure out ways to handle it differently. It's too late. It's too late now. Just, you know. Right. Let's just, and they're also saying that maybe sunscreen too. Well, sunscreen oh. has always been a question mark in baseball. I, sunscreen I never, and bug spray. I've never had an issue with sunscreen, but yeah, it's always been a question mark. But they, yeah. they can't, they can't tell pitchers they can't have their little uh, bend the soleil on, you know. Yeah, I mean, especially since they're out in the sun all day, it's like gotta protect the skin. Yeah, I would eat sunscreen. I fry. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, I have that white Irish skin. Whatever that means. <laughs> no, there's a there's a joke about us Irish. We don't tan, we burn. Mm-hmm. I um, thought that was about white just, Jewish white boys like me. You, just, you, just, you, you, go, you go full red like a cherry. Oh, it becomes I was... a lobster. Well, that's a good one. That's a better okay, one. Okay, <laughs> I, I hate to hold things up with personal stories, but <laughs> a few years ago, this was a about eight years ago, I went to Myrtle Beach for my brother's baseball tournament, and um, Myrtle Beach in South Carolina. Oh, I was um, I've been there never, forever. I was um, I was at the beach, and I got this horrible sunburn, like I was blistering. Sure. And I'm on the boardwalk with my brother and his teammates, and my brother's smacking me on the back. I was right, feeling like, ah! and he's like, oh. Which one was, I got a really bad sunburn. And he goes, oh, sorry. And then later, again, he just hits me again. like, Dad, stop it! <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, you're being such a baby. Nothing like brotherly love, right? <laughs> and then I come home, take my shirt off, and he sees his handprint in my back. Oh, Oh God! Is this is that seriously the thing? Wow! Yeah, and he saw. How uh, again, I, I'm I'm a dark skinned human being, and he's like, "Ooh, hey, sorry about that." <laughs> and then he slapped him again just for fun. <laughs> I should have, I should have, Mark, but I didn't. 
because I'm too nice. So. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager Learning the Lingo. GOAT, G O A T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Go crazy for new episodes of the Sports Insanity podcast every week. Now available on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. Let's get back to it, friends. Well, we move forward to the NBA conference finals going on right now. As it stands, the Milwaukee Bucks, nice fourth quarter comeback. Um, They're up 2-1 against the Hawks uh, after their win Sunday night. And then Phoenix has a commanding 3-1 series lead over Los Angeles. Which is going to be starting, like, as we are recording right now, um, we're go- it's going to be started in about 20 minutes. Right. As we are recording June 28th, Monday night, 2021. Tip-offs in about 20 minutes, so. Phoenix has been, God, I don't even know. Solid isn't even the word. Oh, they've been It's been solid. lights out. Looking good on all facets of the ball, offensively, defensively. Yeah, Chris Paul coming up big over Chris the last Paul couple games. Yeah, and Chris Paul, and look, he hasn't been great, Chris Paul, because still very sluggish after coming back from COVID protocol and stuff. Right, but still being that playmaker that he has been all season, setting up guys like Booker and Crowder, like Aiden. it makes a big difference for a team. Yes. He's not being relied on to put up 30 points a game, 10 assists, and 5 to 10 rebounds. He's able to move that ball around. Booker's been Booker's been dominating, too. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and I remember last week I was saying, what's it going to be like without Chris Paul? And you guys were saying, well, Devin Booker can chip in, and he's been doing absolutely great. Well, I mean, I even said, like, after that first game, after game one, when he pretty much cemented that he's the guy putting up 40 plus points. Like this is what, this is the demand that you, that the Suns envision on giving them a championship. And Chris Paul is just there to, to compliment him. Yep. It's a perfect relationship. And the fact that Chris Paul is in, it, it, this is a big thing that he's bought in because it's hard because you know, you know, Chris Paul has had a, he's he's a journeyman at this point, which kind of sucks. As I I would think I would have thought he would have ended up at least with you no know, one. I didn't think what was his fifth team or something like that. So fact that he's bought into it, like I I'm just happy for him, and obviously the rest of that Suns organization that has suffered through a lot mm-hmm. over this past decade. And it hasn't been easy. No. I mean, I, I, I'm watching this young team on the floor. And the way they move the ball, everybody's uh, gotten something done. I mean, that, that uh, God, that last second play by eight. And, and uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was watching that on TV. I was like, that just happened. 
I was like, wow, it's that team is is the team to be right now. Yeah, we don't need a five hundred million dollar team in Brooklyn. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, whoever comes out of the Eastern Conference has, you know, a lot to work with. Yeah, especially now with uh, Trey Young mm-hmm. coming with Atlanta, injured his foot the other night in the end of the third quarter. Yeah, and that was that was shocking too because you know I mean he obviously stepped on the other player's foot. And, you know, yeah, yeah, well, it was a complete accident. It was no, yeah. uh, you it, know, it, it's a shame because he's been playing so well throughout this entire playoff. But yeah, Trey Young at the um in the Hawks series, he's been having a decent series. Well, he's I mean he's still the Trey Young that, like I said, remember I told I told Bucks fans to watch out. For the Atlanta Hawks team coming in to their home court, they did it to the Knicks. Yep, they did it to the mighty number one seeded Sixers. Like they I said, they're the good, they're good home and they're good on the road. I said that they, last week. They went into a situation knowing that they were going to be at a disadvantage and turn it into an advantage. They became killers. The problem is the Bucks also have playmakers. Yeah. Well, got, Giannis, like, of course. You got Giannis. Milton, Milton who Milton. had an incredible fourth quarter. Sure like, did. And I would love three. to see Giannis win and go to the finals, but right. I'm not ruling out Atlanta. Well, you like can't. you said, look what happened in the Knicks series. Well, well they but the good thing home, is, they could go on the road. Look what happened in the Sixers, Sixers series. Same but thing. The, but the thing that worries me is the ankle of Trey. Yeah. Yes, yeah. because Trey Young in that fourth quarter only had three points. Right, and, and he could see me limping and had really bad control. Yeah, and when he's not getting it going, now you have to, other players that have to get it going, and they couldn't get it going. It's as if Trey Young is the guy that starts things off and everyone just follows. When you have no one else to – started off and you're just chucking up threes for no reason. Right. That's a bad sign for the Hawks. So yeah. I would, if I'm Atlanta, like I'd be really worried if your guy is not going to be a hundred percent and look, you can try all you want. Like you can be, you can go all KD and then score 40 plus points in 50 something minutes in a playoff game to try to propel your team to a victory. But you know, Trey Young's still too he's too young for that. Like he's not even close to being that ready. Right. He's still one of the one of the most dominant players in basketball today. Yeah. But we'll see how this hampers him in his next game. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And if I'm Milwaukee, take advantage. Immediately. Right off the bat. Like, like they're playing tomorrow, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I would say to Milwaukee, win tomorrow. Yeah. Well, they put Atlanta got- into a hole. They took back they, home. They took back their home advantage. Yep. So what I would do is I would win, take that commanding lead, and then win in Milwaukee. Especially mm-hmm. if Trey Young can't go at a hundred percent. I think he said he was going to get an MRI. What, did they say what his MRI was? The MRI was uh, yesterday that revealed a deep bone bruise in the top of the foot, okay. um, and the side of the ankle. Yeah. So, I mean, let's see if he wants to play through that. I mean, that's a hard, that's not an easy thing to play through. No, it's not. Like, the, I mean, you, you have to understand, like, your your feet, 
like that's what gives him that's what gives him his strength. Right. Because not only can he shoot and make a shit ton of three pointers from God knows where, mm-hmm. he can also move. Like this guy can <laughs> fucking knock you down with his dribble and his <laughs> cross move. So it's like it's and- it, that's gonna be hard for the for the Hawks to excuse me for the Hawks right. to deal with if he can't be 100 percent exactly he's known for his crossover and if he can't shuffle his feet that way it's gonna be an issue yeah so but yeah like you said the Giannis and the Bucks need to put the Hawks away tomorrow yeah play full pressure basketball play full pressure dig them into a hole so it makes it difficult for them to come back in the series Connaughton Middleton Tomorrow is the game, folks. Tomorrow is the game for the Bucks to say, we're going to bury you today. And by the end of the week, we're going to be in the NBA Finals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is because if it's 3-1, you know it's a high chance. Yeah. And and it, it, it could happen. Like, if the Hawks are down 3-1, to one, they can come back. They can, but they have hard. one of the best players in basketball, Trey Young. But like you said, with the ankle, that's going to be difficult. So they can come back. It's we're not totally ruling that out. Mm-hmm. Um, it could happen. Well, like, I mean, obviously, there's you know the, the Hawks can utilize whatever depth they have to, you know, in Trey Young's absence, if that were to ever be the case. But you know that Trey Young's their number one playmaker. Like I, I really don't see a scenario where they could. Feel that many points in his absence. I don't. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's gonna be but, it's gonna be interesting finals. I I'm I'm loving this idea, the Bucks and the Suns. I like that. that was, I, I love yes. that matchup. That's gonna that if that happens, you know, that's gonna be fun. I would love that matchup. So oh. hopefully, hopefully, both teams can get it done. And I'm getting back into the and. I've been watching the games because I've never really been the biggest basketball fan, but I'm starting mm-hmm. to watch the games and wow. The playoffs are intense. Isn't it? It can be. Be I'm more intense. the hole in my wall that I put in with the Knicks. It'd be more <laughs> intense if the Knicks were still in it. Imagine the Knicks still in, in the playoffs. Uh, oh, uh, I think we'd I, all be... I, I think I'd be dead. I'd be, I, I, I'd be kicked out of my apartment. <laughs> Oh my God! Would, would Michelle be killing you, Mark, for waking the kids up? No, that kid, my kids would be sitting in here with me because they wouldn't get to school. <laughs> and then I could hear it, Mark. Come on, the kids got to school. Why, Charlotte's on summer break. Troy's too. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, honey. It's not like any. It's not like I'm keeping them up from anything important. Right. Not only got anything important tomorrow. <laughs> oh. By the way, the- I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no. no. It's all in good fun. Mm. Yep. But by the way, not uh, so the, wholesome fun. By the way, do you agree, Mark? Good rinse to those dumb shit Brooklyn Nets. Yes. I'm sorry. It, it, it reminds me yet again, and I'm going to throw my own one of my favorite teams into this: Dallas Cowboys. They were trying to do what the Yankees, Dallas, buy a team to win. Yeah. You bring, you have Katie, Kyrie, and for Christ's sake, James Harden, and you can't get past that. It proves why all-star teams don't work. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I think with Kyrie, if he didn't sprain his ankle, 
they sweep the Bucks. It's possible, yes. They sweep the Bucks. But the thing is, is that even with a compromised James Harden, that Nets team was a beast. Yes, it was. Like that was a pretty darn good Nets team. Yeah. So I give them credit for that. But you know, honestly, dude, any team that just runs players out of town, and I've said this, they ran players out of town. They didn't just be like, ah, oh, no, we, they, it wasn't. It wasn't a a good ending with Jared Allen. Right. <laughs> it wasn't a good ending with Karis Levert. Poor Karis Levert, the, the, a trade that saved his life. Let's yes, get in mind. Um, you know, and it certainly didn't end well with Kenny Atkinson, who's nope. having a good series in LA against the Suns, even though they're down. So you run players out of town, you run coaches out of town, you buy yourself a team. Karma's gonna get your ass. Yep. You also can't entirely scoff at the Nets. They had a good run this year. Yeah, it was but, good. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, like everyone. Because, like I told you last week, with the net, even though the Nets lost, I got free shots out of the deal. So, yay! That's all I, I told that story. I'll tell you off. I'll tell you off. Get. I'll tell you off air, Mark. It's a funny story. Um, because everyone else heard it last week. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, NBA playoffs heating up. Yeah. Again, Bucks, Suns, get it done. I want to see that series. I want to say as well. Giannis would... versus Chris Paul and Booker. Yep. That that's gonna be pretty cool. Nothing's gonna be pretty cool. See Canada win a Stanley Cup because Montreal's in and they're facing the light. This is kind of weird. The Stanley Cup final here. It's two teams that would normally be in the Eastern Conference. Change up this year due to the COVID. Obviously, you know, COVID. Thanks, COVID. Yeah, Canada Canada can't be open to any U.S. team, so Canada had to play pretty much their own league. Yep, pretty much. So, uh, it, so obviously with that, uh, that, that was just the way they were set up, and you have Habs facing the Lightning, and let me just say this. Montreal Canadiens, get a cup for Canada. You're the premier team for Canada. Yes, they Get are. Get it done. I'm tired of watching American teams win. And I want the well, Rangers to win a Stanley Cup. Oh, I'm I upset. You, you do know Tampa Bay is up one nothing. Tampa Bay is up one nothing. Tampa uh, Bay, it, it, like the first three minutes of the first period, they were up one nothing. next scored the first goal. I would love to see the Canadians win it. Not if you look at defending champs. If you look at both these teams on paper, it's pretty close, but I think Tampa Bay edges them out. Really? You, yes. The Tampa Bay is a pretty strong team. Yeah. I mean, not nothing against Montreal. I mean, they're a good hockey team. Mm-hmm. But I think the uh, the forward situation in the front line of Tampa Bay is just stronger. Yeah. And the funny thing is that the Canadians were spo- weren't supposed to be a good team either. So it's right. like, but this, they, what this happened? Is a good, this yeah. is a good start. Look this what happened, good. folks. Look what happened. Yeah. So – uh, no, I, I, I'm rooting for Montreal all the way. I, I mean, and look, uh, I, I have to say, I, I'm I'm not in love with the Tampa Bay Lightning. They keep taking the Rangers players, so it's like yeah. <laughs> a reason they, to hate them they even can, more. They can <laughs> screw. They can go screw themselves. Honestly, yeah. Damn yeah. it! I was kind of hoping the Islanders would pull off that series. Not gonna lie. For a moment there, I actually thought they were. 
Yeah. Well, for one thing, you want to keep the Coliseum alive to have a, another Stanley Cup oh, final right. be played there. As much as I'm a Rangers fan, I would not be upset if the Islanders won. No, I mean, yeah. But I was rooting for them, and that hurts to say. I was because I was actually talking to my neighbor the other day. Yeah, I was talking to my neighbor on Friday, and um, I and I said, and my neighbor, he's a big Islander fan. I'm like, listen, I'm a Rangers fan, but I would not be upset if the Islanders go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Well, I I always say like, like, I like watching hockey, but I'm not so into hockey rivalries like that. That's why we have Breakaway Bandits. <laughs> exactly. Check out they the Breakaway Bandits they podcast. They do it for us. Yeah, they're 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 gonna tape sometime this week, so hopefully so we get some can, episodes out there soon. They could give you a more in-depth analysis than we. When can. it comes to hockey, yes, they can give you a more in-depth analysis than we can. If you yeah, listen, but but to me, like I'm not really into hockey rivalries as much as other true hockey fans are. So like, I don't care if. <laughs> the Islanders win or the Bruins win as much as it hurts. Like, but like the Rangers and care. Islanders, that rivalry isn't as intense as it was like in, in like the 80s. Oh, 90s when the yeah. Rangers were trying to win a cup and the Islanders were ruling the town. Mm-hmm. And then 1994, now I can die in peace. Hmm. Of course. You and every other Rangers has fan. He has that shirt somewhere. Yeah, oh, that's fun. Got our second Papa yeah. Murph reference in this so, podcast. Yep. So good. Good luck to Montreal, and and, 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 and if Tampa Bay wins it, whatever. It's That's another. Cha- it's another. Sorry, helmets off. Helmets off. Hel- it's another championship for ventures out. Bay, and I'm, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're starting to annoy me. And, I, and for the longest time, the Pittsburgh Penguins annoyed me. Tampa Bay starting to annoy me too. And um, here's what yeah. I have to say to Montreal. Okay, guys, I'm going to totally butcher this. Bonne chance. That means good luck in French. Okay. <laughs> Please edit that out. <laughs> Please edit that out. Okay, Bill. Before we go, we have to say congratulations to Demarius Thomas for 10 years of great football. And he has announced his retirement today. Obviously, he had to end his career with the Jets. Which I feel horrible for, because it was the terrible situation with Adam. He got gangrene. That's what happened. You know, he had to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sorry. <laughs> and you, and you leave after a season with a terrible coach who is finally gone. Oh. Yeah, and you are good for him. He gets to retire a Bronco. Yeah. His true team. Yeah. So uh, Demarius. Was a was a darn good football player. Yeah. Played in a lot of big games. Yep, big game, Super Bowl champion. Yep, might I say he? I think five Pro Bowls. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Four or five. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, seven twenty-four catches for over ninety-seven hundred yards to go with sixty-three touchdowns. That's his what career, a career. line. What that's a, career. a that's that for ten years. That's actually not that bad. That's actually no, that's actually not at congratulations, all. Darius. We wish you well. Yeah, and uh, you know, good luck on your retirement and uh, enjoy. Yeah. Or sorry, enjoy. Be, be be. Hopefully, you can be a broadcaster one day. I, you know, where they all go. <laughs> that's what they all do. Yeah. Can you believe that? That in the golf course. <laughs> It's true, though. Yep. It's true, but, though. 
yeah, so we wish him well. And Ooh. anything else, guys? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Sad. Yeah, Mark's going to keep watching Kyle Schwarber hit bombs off the Mets. Yeah, and I'll keep watching the Yankees fall farther in the standing so yeah. I can get these jerseys nice and pressed for you guys. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> if you haven't gone ahead, I will be a respectable gentleman, and I will wear that jersey. If you haven't made those T-shirts yet, like uh, I don't know what you're waiting for. The Yankees aren't going to make the playoffs. They they stink. <laughs> a lot could yeah. happen, but I kind of agree with you. Anything can happen in the second half of baseball, but not the Yankees. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. Well, unless, uh, unless the entire Red Sox uh, top nine falls to the IL, not happening. Oh, no. speaking of which, yesterday we left this out earlier. Did you hear like the equipment truck got stuck in the garage or something yesterday at Fedway for the Yankees? Did you guys hear that? I heard something about that. Someone briefly was mentioning it. It's a it, it, it's overall disaster. That's all we're gonna disaster. say. It's a disaster. It's like you know what? If they suck this week. Is it really going to be worth talking about the next show? We'll see. Probably not. It'd be like, they suck. Move on. I'm sorry. I've been ranting today. It's all good, Bill. Okay. So, anyway. I understand. Yeah. You're a suffering Yankee fan right now, too. So, yeah, exactly. As Mark sits there and laughs as, as he drinks from our tears. Yeah. Let, let, let him do so. He deserves it. Speaking right. of which, Mark, thanks for coming today. Have a happy, safe Fourth of July. We, I, I think it's a high possibility we're not going to be here next week. Um, well, you know, you know, if you need anything from me, I'm always available. Thanks, Mark. We'll we'll make that call to the bullpen if needed. You got it. And um, yeah, so we hope you enjoyed. Um, till either next week or the following week. <laughs> whichever day it is. Till next time, I'm Bill Murphy. Dane Boy Reginald, I'm signing off. And I'd like to thank you very much for having me, Mark Oldopsky Alpern, in for the uh, relief man of our good friend, Patchy. Patchy, yep. and hopefully he'll be back next time. Yep. Yeah, he should be. He should, yeah, be. He should be. He's yeah. on his well-deserved vacation right Long-deserved vacation, President he, Patchman. We'll have to play Hail to the Chief every time he walks in. <laughs> um okay so this has been inning three of game four of the sports insanity podcast we will see you guys next week sports insanity podcast on the sports insanity network and to know more check us out on all platforms and go to the website www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. I came out in the 11th grade. Nobody was embracing you. The kids were cruel. It was very difficult to be gay. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. The hard part was determining that I was gonna do it, but I definitely didn't do it alone. At age 30, with the help of her mentor, Carissa finished her high school diploma. I have a mentor, Maria. She convinced me to continue my education and to finish what I started to get my diploma. She just never judges. She's a true role model. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, go get it. You can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. 
Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.